Welcome back to Wise Up Biz Talk, where they find a business lesson in everything and help you wise up. Let's get started with your hostesses, M and Kim. We got a cup of coffee ready to go. Have a cup of cheer. Let's go. <laughs> so, what do you have in mind today? Well, I wanted to continue on with our business structure and conversation because mm -hmm. some things you know, kind of came up. So what we, we talked about, so we talked about liability. Yeah. Have the right structure, hiring the right person to take care of your structure. Right. And uh, I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much what we talked so about. So what else we like about? Well, I think too, whenever you finally develop a structure, right? So, you know, I have an LLC S-Corp. Mm -hmm. Every time you have a different structure, um, you have to make sure that you follow the process for that structure. So you have to, okay. um, like for example, in your operating agreements, which if you don't know what that is and you have an, like an LLC or an S Corp or C Corp or something like that, you better go pull your paperwork. So can we have verbal operating agreement or a partnership agreement right now? Uh, <laughs> so what would happen if you pass away? Yeah. Or if I pass away, would, I, you, <laughs> would you want to work with my husband? Yeah. <laughs> You sure? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we can talk about operating agreements from a business per, uh, partnership okay. in a little bit, but I think the thing is with your operating agreements, like there are certain requirements to show that you're a true entity because um, if you ever do have a lawsuit brought against you or if maybe the IRS questions your authenticity of the business, like you have to have certain things to, to justify it, right? So you have to have like, your directors meeting, your shareholder meetings, and things like that. But also, too, is built into your operating agreement are different roles and responsibilities for like your directors, your officers, your shareholders. Even if they're the same person, you know, you still have to have, um, you know, clear roles because it also has a play on how you present yourself out in the community you know, or out in your marketing and your efforts like that. So your business card should be indicative of the role that you're, that you have at that point, right? Because if you're trying to go in as a shareholder and that's what your business card says, and that's not your, your responsibility role, right? in, in the company, it can be considered misleading. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, now that you have this business structure in place, you really need to understand what your requirements are to continue to make it um, to be, I guess, authentic. I don't know if that's the right word, but you want to make your business legitimate and authentic because you have to follow the rules of the operating agreement. Okay. Don't you think so? Yeah. Do you, think, have to address it. do you think that your attorney should, or who do you think should advise you on that? Well, whenever you set it up, whoever you hire to set it up should tell you or, or guide you on you know the correct way or even because i know that a lot of people i talked to a lot of people when they go and set up their business all they did was get an llc in place or a name of the business or a corporation or whatever and then um get their ein number mm -hmm. pretty much that's it i never seen anybody that actually have a operating agreements uh have a clear role and um you know what their steps need to do every single year to be compliant. 
So, I mean, you're in the tax world. So, like, if you get audited by the IRS mm -hmm. and they're questioning the authenticity of your business, like, why would they question the authenticity of a business? Like, so did you did you run the business where it's supposed to be? Mm -hmm. Like, did you commingle your personal and your business mm -hmm. to as well? You the know, facade of personal and and business commingling. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that. people do that too as well, using the personal. I mean, using the business money for personal gain. So if you, let's say that you went to Costco or you went to Sam's mm -hmm. to get, pick up some stuff for your business. And along the way, I was like, oh, I like some strawberries or some chocolate or whatever. That's so, not related to the business. Yes. And then you purchase it with your business account mm -hmm. too as well. So the right way to do it is that you, the business, uh, you're supposed to reimburse your business for that expense. Right. So basically, you know, trying to keep it really simple, right? Mm -hmm. So I go to Costco, I spend $100 on office supplies mm -hmm. for my business, but I grab a candy bar and a couple mm -hmm. other items, snacks in bulk that are not related to my business. Correct. So when I go to file that receipt, mm -hmm. you know, to keep track of it as an expense, mm -hmm. I need to not put the full one hundred dollars on there i need to deduct the amount that Correct. only applied to my business yes so if you did use your business fund to pay for it then you have to reimburse your business for for the expense right and well. how would somebody do that do they have to like just show a clear transfer to the business account yeah, you should have or... some kind of paper trail to show proof okay you know but it's pretty hard and a lot of people tend to commingle Cause it's a lot easier and then like if i need a hundred dollars you need a thousand dollars just go eat it's easier just go in and grab it you know but that's not a proper way to do it right yeah. well and then also like it would totally skew your numbers because Correct. if you're commingling your personal and your business mm -hmm. then that means that you don't have like a true you know number of what's coming in and out of your business, which then impacts your overall business. Correct. Because another thing that you need to know is know your numbers too as well. Right. Which so, we'll talk about that uh -huh. in terms of that. Correct. So like, how are you going to know your, your numbers if you don't have, if you have personal stuff in there? Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. But I definitely think people need to go and pull their documents to see if they have an operating agreement. Uh -huh. Is it possible that people have like an LLC, an S Corp, a C Corp, or some other type of business entity and not have an operating agreement? Yeah, there is. Because probably people, they, do, they don't know that they're supposed to have that in place too mm -hmm. as well. And the person who set them up, or if they went online to like LegalZoom. Right. You know, you're not talking to somebody, so how would you know that you need that? I think LegalZoom, like, gives you these options, options to, add on. to add on. But if you, as a business owner, are not doing your research and mm -hmm. you're not getting these things situated, mm -hmm. then you you could also face some severe penalties mm -hmm. from the IRS, too. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to make sure that we don't get sued by anybody. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I mean, I think LegalZoom is a great option for people. Um, but you definitely have to to research. Mm -hmm. I prefer, like, a, a live in-person person. Yes, because... I do, too. Because you have a lot of questions that, um, that you might have. Or there's a lot of things that you might not know. And if you, like, the type of person that do it yourself, then maybe you might left something, leave something on a table that might be potentially be a liability to you. Right. You know, so you need to protect your business. You need to protect your asset. 
because that, that's the ultimate goal is to build a business to a certain level where you can maybe leave a legacy to your kids, your family, or leave a legacy or you want to do something else or maybe later on you want to donate that money, but you need to protect it. Right, because like after all, why are you, why are you working building so hard. all of this yeah. and working so hard if you can lose it like that? Correct. Just because you forgot one little thing. Correct. So definitely take the responsibility of going in and just getting to know your business as you make these decisions. I'm not just like, oh, that's because that's, somebody told me to do that. Mm -hmm. Because ultimately, you're going to be the one held accountable to it, right? Correct. So definitely go in fingers. and if you don't have an operating agreement, get one. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about an operating agreement from a business partnership. I mean, um, because, you know, I had a, a call with one of my friends who was like, how did you start a business? And, you know, he's thinking about getting into a partnership with somebody and I'm kind of listening to it and I'm like, oh, this is, <laughs> because it, it's very clear that one person's bringing more to the table than the other, which is fine. But they have to have to define, yeah, need to define that outlining operating agreement. Yes. So, like, we're working on our operating agreement right now, and we're talking about different liabilities, different worst case scenarios. You know how it impacts our family. Should there be a death, a divorce, divorce. stuff like that? Right. Because these are all things that need to be outlined in the agreement. Mm -hmm. um, because I hope neither one of us dies, and I don't want our spouses <laughs> to die, and I don't want our spouses to divorce either. <laughs> but you. The more that you plan ahead of time, then you don't ever have to think about it and worry about it ever again, mm -hmm. you know? And I think it's, you know, there's so many different strategies too. Um, Cause like right now we're looking at doing life insurance policies and stuff like that yes. as business, as our business partner or as business partners and our businesses grow, we want to make sure that we set up our family and our, each other because we each bring even though we're two right brainers, we both put something to the table um, that's important. So get one. <laughs> Just get one. And take our poll and let us know do you have an operating agreement? Yes or no? Because I honestly, I think it's really important to ask these questions. I know it's hard because we're on a podcast and like, you're not going to really give me an answer. Right. But in your mind, like you just have to start asking yourself these questions um, and not be in denial about it. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you just have to face the facts and it's okay if you're not set up great. And if you are set up great, well, that it's not means... too late. It's not too late right now. So no, if you know late. that's what you needed, then just go and do it and yeah. do it now. Do it. Just do it. Make like Nike and just do it. <laughs> okay. All right. Next. Whoop. Is that like our whoop? <laughs> Thank you for joining us today on Wise Up Biz Talk. If you enjoyed, please subscribe and leave a rating. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Wise Up Biz Talk. Please share our episodes on your business page with friends and family so they too can wise up. Always a business lesson in everything. See you on the next episode.